Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Uh, no Goldberg today. He's uh, he's traveling. He's uh, got some things to do with, with Gage and, uh, and whatnot. But um, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about this uh, this trip that I just went on um, with, uh, with the guys from Ford. Uh, headed out to Las Vegas for the Bronco Off-Rodeo. Uh, they've got a new program that they're putting together for the Bronco Raptor. Uh, which I thought was really cool. So um, I went out there and kind of got to experience that, which is um, which is fun. I, as you guys know, I don't get much of a chance to do a lot of off-roading stuff. There's a few things uh, here and there that I've been invited out to and and really enjoyed, and did like some of the uh, the short course like trophy truck stuff out in Vegas once before. Um, but it's a little, it's. It's a kind of little bit out of my wheelhouse. Um, on shift and steer, you know, uh, Aaron Hagar does quite a bit of that stuff. Uh, and when we check in with um, with uh, Richard Waitis at MagnaFlow, I know he's been really into it as well. And these guys have been going to the Overlanding Expo and and building out these crazy rigs and doing a lot of uh, camping and. And although that stuff is cool and much similar, much more similar than what I've experienced as far as what the Bronco Off-Rodeo is, Bronco Off-Rodeo is more, uh, you get more of a chance to do some high speed stuff, stuff that you probably wouldn't normally do with a fully outfooted rig. Although I can't say for sure. I don't know how, how nuts it gets out there with, uh, with some of the vehicles that get built, which are very, very capable vehicles, but, um, Anyway, it was a cool experience. Uh, I wanted to get into it a little bit, and we could touch on the uh, the Bronco Raptor as well. I, I know it's been out for a little while. You've seen quite a bit of the tests, but when you run through the specs of that vehicle and then get an opportunity to actually drive it and kind of put it to the test, um, it's it's super impressive, and it was fun to go out to this event. So, uh, you know, we hopped on a plane from L.A. and uh, flew out to Las Vegas and they scooped us up at the airport and brought us out to the Red Rock Casino and Resort, which is in Summerlin. It's about, I guess, about 20 miles outside of Vegas. It's not a real far trek, but uh, it was uh, just off the strip. It's not anywhere, you know, uh, on the strip, but kind of makes sense when you're doing what we were doing out there. So. No, we we uh, went out there and kind of got um, uh, got acclimated with the group. Uh, there's about uh, 15 or 16 people that they brought out there, and we all grabbed a dinner uh, at the at the Red Rock uh, Casino the night before, and then uh, the next morning, bright and early, uh, we were you know basically wheels up out of the out of the hotel by about 6:30. You know, it's going to get hot out there. We needed to get an early start because uh, we were going to be out there for for most of the day. I mean, at least half the day. Uh, so we we loaded up in the vans and we went out to Mount Potosi, which is about 30 miles southwest of Las Vegas. And hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, it's a great location. So we we had a nice drive out there. Um, uh, it, it's beautiful. I mean, just the mountains and, and the desert and stuff. It's it, it looks amazing out there and i know there's a couple of other like different experiences and helicopter tours and things like that that they that goes on out there and i understand that um 
the area is really getting pretty popular with uh, with climbing as well. Um, it seemed awfully hot for that kind of stuff now, but I'm sure other parts of the <laughs> other times of the year, uh, it makes a little bit more sense. But I don't know. I don't know how hardcore some of these uh, some of these climbers would be. But um, I understand that uh, a lot of that is happening out there. So. Uh, so we, we drove out there, took, I don't know, it took a little while, uh, to get out there, but not, not too crazy. I guess about 40 minutes or so. Um, and then we got to the Bronco off-rodeo experience. This is, uh, they have the Broncos and Bronco sports, but the new program is specifically for the Bronco Raptor. And it's only in the Las Vegas location. They have the Bronco off-rodeo adventures. Uh, at a couple places around the country in Moab, New Hampshire, Texas, and Nevada, the Raptor experience is only in Nevada. And if you purchase a Raptor, you will be able to get you you'll be able to go to this thing if you want. Now you, you handle your flight and your accommodations, and they handle uh, the whole experience, the Bronco Raptor experience. Uh, so first we met up with uh, the Bronco Raptor team, uh, some of the engineers and marketing people on it and kind of going through that vehicle, kind of got the walk around of that vehicle and learned a bit more about how it separates itself from the, the normal Bronco. Uh, I guess the base, we can call it the base Bronco, although there's various trim levels, there is a difference between those base Bronco trim levels and the Raptor. Um, first off, it's, the you know they did a great job certainly for the for their first outing of the bronco and the raptor being re- released almost simultaneously so the raptor as you guys know um starts at about 70,000 bucks and uh from there you get uh you get quite a big a bit of upgrades you get uh 37 inch tires or or standard pretty much everything on on the vehicle has been beefed up quite a bit. Uh, there was a lot that the engineers were telling us about on the frame and uh, the frame is significantly stronger and it's got a box frame. Um, all of the suspension components have been significantly beefed up. Even the steering rack is completely different on that vehicle. Um, I was talking to some of the other guys out there that have Broncos and saying that when they really push it to the limits, they've had some issues with the steering rack, uh, blown steering racks and stuff. Um, the Bronco Raptor has an upgraded version. Uh, what I don't know is, can you use the Raptor steering rack on a normal Bronco if you were going to do an upgrade? I kind of feel like the answer is yes. I think the Ford engineers that we were with were a little hesitant to say so exactly. Uh, but it seems like that might be able to happen. Um, so along with the, uh, with the beefed up suspension components, you get the Fox live valve 3.1 dampers. There's three settings of adjustability. Uh, there's external reservoirs on the rear units. Um, the result is something like 13 inches of wheel travel up front, 14 in the rear, uh, and compared to, let's say the Bronco Sasquatch, um, the additional travel is, is 4.3 inches up front and 3.6 in the rear. Uh, 
you know, so so pretty significant. And this is as wide as an F-150 at this point. And I believe the height is about 81 inches tall overall. So, um, you know, shorter than an F-150 truck, but it's as wide and as tall as as uh, as an F-150. Uh, the frame has been, excuse me, <laughs> the frame has been reinforced, as we said, uh, some areas have been boxed and it has an additional cross member in the front and there's uh like these crossbars like roll bars i guess you could say um and both of those there's two one behind the drivers and one behind the passengers and it adds significant torsional rigidity on the overall chassis of the vehicle um i want to say upwards of like 50 percent. i might be getting that wrong it might be a little high but somewhere 40 to 50 percent um uh, stiffer all around uh if i remember as the uh, the engineer was walking us through it um and then the overall track as we were saying is about six inches wider than the bronco sasquatch uh so it's it's got a it's got a hefty stance to it for sure if you guys haven't still haven't seen it in person yet it's worth uh it's worth checking out so the the engine is the three liter V six. It's four hundred and eighteen horsepower, four forty pound feet of torque. Um, it uh, is good for about uh, five and a half seconds, uh, quarter or zero to sixty, maybe fourteen four fourteen five quarter mile. Um, it's plenty fast. I mean, by no means is a, is it a rocket. I guess they could have outfitted a little bit more power into it with the three point five liter, but the three liter I think is is pretty sufficient. And I think one of the things to point out here is it it's very reliable and strong. And uh, there was a lot of time and effort put into like cooling of the vehicle. We were out in the desert. It was 116 degrees. We fired up those trucks in the morning and we did not shut them off all day. So just uh hitting the desert at, at low speeds at high speeds um in in areas where there was so much dust even at low speeds where i wasn't getting a lot of air through the coolers in the radiator but i was getting piles of dust through it and it was flawless there was no change in temperature on the vehicles the air conditioning worked fine we would park them and get out of them and let them idle out there at 116 degree weather as we were doing another kind of like meeting to go over the next part of the course and the vehicles were flawless the whole time. So um, I'm not sure what kind of uh, experience other people have been having with Bronco Raptors, but uh, certainly the presentation that they put on was, was impressive because these things were probably pretty bulletproof and that heat out there, you want to be able to sit in that vehicle and, uh, and, and get that air conditioning going. Um, the suspension and stuff that we talked about, uh, as far as like ground clearance, um, 13.1 inches of ground ground clearance. It's about 1.6 inches more than the Sasquatch version of, of it. There's a, a, a 470 rear gears for the for you guys looking for the more technical aspect of it. It's got Dania axles. It's got a 306 low range, um, a lot of low end grunt. Well, as I was driving it, uh, I noticed. So we we put it in the off road mode. So the goat modes 
which uh, allows you to switch between street modes and off-road modes and Baja mode and various terrains. Uh, worked great. Um, so we put it in off-road mode once we hit the dirt. And um, what I noticed was it it holds first gear pretty high up into the RPMs. And when you really start getting into the higher RPMs, but but still going fairly slow, it all becomes very, very sensitive. Throttle sensitivity uh, is is pretty high in those in those high RPMs. Uh, so I would often use the paddle shifters and just kick it into second gear and it would bring the RPMs down. And I still had plenty of power and control over the vehicle and actually more control because I, as you're hitting bumps and your foot is bouncing off of the throttle, off the gas pedal, uh, when you're that high up, up RPM in the first gear, it's, it, it's kind of a little uncomfortable jerking the vehicle around, but uh, popping it into second gear uh, and continue to doing that, um, it, uh, it it was a little bit more comfortable because it wasn't quite as sensitive because you're at a lower lower RPM. So um, up on the dash, as you guys have seen, there's uh, the various buttons that are right there at your fingertips. Nice that you can kind of rest your hand on top of the dash and and change those buttons, front and rear uh, uh, lockers, uh, the differential lockers, the front sway bar disconnect, all pretty much on the fly, which is which is pretty cool to be able to 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 do all of that. Um, you know, also we hit the freeway for a bit for about twenty minutes, and it runs great. It, it wasn't really as loud as as I thought it would be. You get a little bit of wind noise, a little bit of tire noise, as you'd be expected, but uh, it it seemed to work. Uh, it seemed to work great all, all around. Um, so we did about. We did about two hours of, you know, various speeds, various terrains to get out to the location that we were going to, which is the now kind of built just for Raptor uh, experience. Um, and uh, it's designed a little bit around Ultra 4 uh, racing. They wanted to be able to have that experience, but sort of the version for the everyman. So we uh we brought the vehicles out there. Um and by the way, that two hour drive getting out there, it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh we had uh everybody grabbed their own Bronco Raptor. So there was about 15 vehicles out there, maybe one or two people paired up. Uh and it's about a two hour drive. Everybody's got, you know, radios, they got the walkie-talkies with them, and they're kind of walking us through it. And not just the the vehicle, but the terrain and the view and what's going on. And, you know, look off to here, and there's something going on there, and there's wild horses over there. And so it's it's amazing to see. And and the different types of terrain that you're experiencing. So if you've never done any sort of off-roading, this is a great program. And there was plenty of people there that have done tons of off-roading. There was YouTubers that this is all they do. And they still came back going, man, that was such a fun experience, stuff that I've never done before. So that two-hour drive going out there was uh, was good. It was fun. And then when you get to the Raptor experience, uh, which is the track they built out there uh, specifically for these Bronco Raptors. Um, uh, you know, you park the vehicle, as I said, you let them run, get the air going, uh, leave the air on for you. Uh, but now you got to put your helmet on 
and you do a lap with one of Forge drivers, and then you swap and you do the lap on your own. Uh, and it's it's badass. It's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Like you're doing. You start off right away, you go down a hill, like you put it in Baja mode um, pretty much for the whole time for this. You go down this hill, you have a hard left turn, uh, and then you immediately hit a jump and you are completely airborne. We saw, you know, because there was 15 vehicles out there, you get to see everybody run and you go flat out as you hit that jump and uh, definitely catch some air. Uh, By the way, it makes for some great video and some great photos. Uh, uh, and then the rest of the track is just a, this a great combination of the various terrains. Um, there's bank turns, there's rock crawling, there's soft sand, there's whoops out there. Uh, you really get to kind of stretch its legs and see what the vehicle can do. Like uh, so many times that I've been able to hit the track at various events, uh, like the street course, the 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 racetrack. I know, listen, you can go out there and be a pretty good driver, but you're not going to get around that track probably as fast as, you know, as Tanner Faust is going to get around that track. And you're not going to be able to push the limits of that car nearly as much as the engineers would or the professional racing driver. So the whole time we're in the Raptor and you're hitting the bumps and it's, you know, it's it can get kind of loud and, and aggressive. You realize you're still kind of scratching the surface of what the vehicle is capable of doing. So getting to this sort of this ultra four track that they built, do a lap with their driver. Uh, you know, you're not going to be as fast or as aggressive as they were, but it really starts to show the capabilities of this vehicle. Um, uh, it was, it was really cool to, to just kind of check out that whole thing. And uh, and see how it works. Um, and man, the <laughs> these things get dirty. The idea of being able to just uh, hose it all off and drive it home or just wipe down the interior. I mean, we kind of had it sealed up, but it was just kind of some windy areas out there. Just getting in and out of the vehicle gets it pretty dirty on the inside as well. But to be able to just wipe it all down and, and clean it. Uh, I, I definitely see the advantage of that. You start to think about like, oh, this is a nice vehicle and, you know, but it doesn't feel like a, a, a Range Rover on the inside, which I get it. It's not supposed to, but uh, having that sort of multi-tool uh, to be able to really go off-roading with this thing, high speed, low speed, rock climbing capabilities, and then be able to kind of wipe it all down uh, pretty easily, um, I, th- I think is a, is a, is a huge advantage. It makes it a, a fun vehicle. Um, you get to experience all the different settings. Like we talked about the goat settings, uh, the front and rear or the front sway bar disconnect. Uh, you can kind of start to feel the difference of that. They explain that as well. Uh, there are certain areas of the rock climbing where you really see the advantage of it, but even just going off road and, and switching it between on and off, you start to feel the difference, uh, right away and then the front and rear locking differentials which you can do individually uh you get to experience that um and they put together a nice program it's a it's a nice track uh it's a great experience it's about a half day to to go through everything um i'm not exactly sure like the difference between what ford put on for us 
uh, versus when you sign up for the experience on your own, I think it's very similar. So uh, in our case, um, you know, you show up, they, you know, they cater a breakfast, they do a walkthrough of introductions and meet the team. And then you do your whole experience. And then you, uh, uh, you grab a lunch and, you know, you, you get access to the photos and, and things that, uh, cause they, they have photographers and videographers there. So when you go up and sign up for the experience and do it on your own, you have, you don't have to bring camera people with you. It might be kind of fun to bring some sort of iPhone or, 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 uh, or a camera mount for inside the vehicle, but uh, they got some people out there to take care of that for you. So they got some, some photos and stuff for you guys to take home. Uh, you know, they've, they've got a nice facility there. There's a nice gift shop there uh, out at, at the base camp for the off rodeo. Um, they got the lockers set up. So if you bring your gear, uh, you can store it there. Uh, they provide helmets and pretty much everything that you need. Uh, you know, it's hot, so you definitely want to hydrate, bring water and stuff for you. Um, but those of you guys that do a lot of off-roading and overlanding and stuff, uh, you know all of that already. Uh, this is a this is an opportunity to do something that maybe you haven't done before. And those of you that are, excuse me, first-time buyers of a Bronco or a Bronco Raptor, um, I would definitely recommend doing this. If you want to bring people with you, I think there's a fee and you can bring up to two guests uh, with you. So you can do the ride along and, and, uh, and chat and bring a, you know, bring a friend or spouse or whatever. So it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool deal. It's a cool experience. It really kind of opens your eyes to the capability of that vehicle. Um, It makes you, uh, if you now, to do the Bronco Raptor experience, you have to have a Bronco Raptor. Um, I don't think you can just buy it currently. I don't think you can just um, like buy the experience yet. Uh, maybe that's something they're going to offer in in the future. But for now, it's just for Bronco Raptor owners. So, uh, which is probably good because if you did it, you didn't own a Bronco Raptor. Uh, you're definitely going to want to buy a Bronco Raptor. Uh, uh, but you know, in this case, you you would already have one. So now you know what your car or your vehicle is capable of doing. Um, pretty cool. I mean, uh, it was it was it was fun to do. Uh, I'd like to go out and do it again. Um, I'd like to to do the Bronco off rodeo, the non Raptor version as well. Uh, it's set up a little differently, but really kind of shows you the capabilities of the vehicle. And again, just my experience has been just invitations that Ford has put out to me and uh, you know uh, uh, other people that work in the, in the, in the space. Um, and there's a dealer program that they do that I think is sort of a condensed version. So this is kind of interesting how it is different. Sort of the, the dealer version, I guess would be like, like Ford would build sort of a makeshift track with various elements, high speed, you know, low speed rock crawling jumps, like, in the middle of, uh, you know, like Las Vegas Speedway or something. And because if you have 2,500 dealers showing up and, uh, and with a bunch of people, um, it's tough to, to get everyone into a vehicle. Uh, you can't do it with 15 Bronco Raptors and a, and a ha- half a day experience. 
uh, you'd be out there for a long time getting all those people in there. So how do you do it over a weekend? You do the sort of the condensed version. It's kind of like what you would see at at SEMA on the Ford out front area where they're drifting the cars and jumping trucks and everyone's kind of out there at once doing ride-alongs, but you've got professional drivers like Jack Rouse Jr. and Von Gittin Jr. and uh, and a couple of other guys out there. So, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty cool pretty cool program i enjoyed it um we wrap things up with uh about another hour drive back from the sort of the ultra four course back to base camp was about an hour uh drive um again different terrain nothing is really the same uh so you 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 know different views slightly different views and different experience overall and uh go back and grab some lunch and in my particular case uh I scurried off back to the airport pretty quickly and and flew home and uh and it was a it was a quick trip certainly from from LA to Vegas it's a it's a quick trip you know you catch a little tailwind it's like 37 minute flight um it's cool so i if you haven't tried it i think it's uh, it's worth trying i'm sure there's other experiences like that um i don't uh exactly know what some of the competitors are doing but i imagine there's similar things like that um now it kind of makes me want to go out and and check out like King of the Hammers and uh, and and events like that. Um, maybe check out the uh, Overlanding Expo to kind of see what's going on. I mean, we see a bit of that at, at SEMA, but uh, not the dedicated audience. It's about the community that goes to that and the and the people that go to it and kind of hearing their experiences. So, um, yeah, man, it's kind of a kind of a, a fun thing so uh some things i'll look forward to pretty soon is uh ford mustang next week so i i think we record a show before we we do the drive so it might be two weeks before we're, we're able to talk about it but uh i'm staying local i'm staying in california i'm gonna go out and uh meet the guys from ford at irwindale speedway we're going to be driving the 2024 Mustangs. Um, we're going to spend some time in the EcoBoost and see some of the changes on that car. And then I believe we get to spend a little bit of time in the GT. Uh, I assume they're going to have a dark horse there as well. I'm not exactly sure, but it uh, makes sense that they would. Um, I feel like there's going to be some fun track time. Otherwise, why go to Irwindale Speedway for it? They've got the, uh, the eighth mile drag over there. They've got, um, uh, you know, formula drift does a lot of drifting and stuff out there as well. So maybe we'll get a chance to, to do some of that. I don't know how much driving we're going to do versus the, uh, the Ford drivers, but it should be, uh, that should be fun experience as well. And, and then uh, Monterey Car Week is going to be coming up pretty soon. Um, I think uh, I think the plan this year is going to be a little different than years uh, past, or the past uh, decade or so. Um, I don't uh, I don't believe Adam Kroll is going to be doing any racing this year. Um, uh, you know, we moved a bunch of cars to a new location and haven't really had much time to kind of prep anything and, and get it organized. So uh, we might just roll up, maybe just him and I. Maybe we'll bring Sonny. Uh, do uh, do a little bit more of a vacation version. Of course, we're going to go to the track and see what's going on out there and and talk to the guys out there. But 
this year we might be able to, because of without having the racing schedule, we might be able to hit up to some of the events we haven't gone to in a while. Uh, I like to swing by the uh, Concorso Italiano. Um, I haven't had a chance to go to the exotics on Cannery Row, which I believe is now exotics on, on Broadway. Uh, of all the years we've been going out there, just the racing schedules never really allowed it. So it'd be great to check that out. And uh, some of the other events going around, going on around town that we don't normally get to go to. So uh, yeah, that could be kind of fun as well. So we're looking forward to Monterey. Uh, not sure what the uh, road trip vehicle is going to be, but uh, maybe we'll kind of lock that down pretty soon. So um, if you guys are going to go up to Monterey, we always you know recommend hitting the track. It's just the best vehicles on the planet. But uh, if you, if you don't make it out there, if you make it out to uh, the Italiano or Pebble beach or the quail or, uh, maybe some of the other things um, definitely uh, hit us up and uh, we'll try to uh, get together and say hi. Um, but I'm sure Saturday you'll, you'll, you'll probably find us out at, at the, at the track a little bit on, on Friday as well. So um, yeah, should be fun. So I guess we're just going to do a little bit shorter show today. Uh, we'll ha- should have uh, uh, Goldberg back next week um, and uh, we'll, we'll catch in with him, but thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for get my little Bronco Off-Rodeo recap. Uh, Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.